whatever you do, no matter what it is, no matter who's telling you what, always just ask yourself, is this right for me? Is this going to help me reach my goals? Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley, joining us as always from Maui, Hawaii. Aloha, Kamanzi Constable. Aloha, Mr. Easley. <laughs> Kamanzi, sometimes you write an article that makes you very popular and people just love it and share it like crazy. And then other times you write an article and then you get a host of private messages where people are not so impressed with you and not happy. And this conversation today is one of those articles, at least from my you know, previous chats with you, that's the vibe I got. So this chat today is talking about webinars, but it's not what you think. It, it, we're, we're basically saying stop signing up for webinars. That seems blasphemous to some, but uh, let's talk about that, Kamanzi. Why are webinars not the best use of your time? Yes. I feel like a lot of times when I'm writing, Jared, that's it's a lot of that advice that people <laughs> goes against the flow. I mean, we did write Stop Chasing Influencers. So the whole thing with webinars is this. It's another way, or I should say it can be because we're not making a generalization here. It can be another way to contribute to your information overload and to keep you from doing the things that are actually going to help you build your dream. Webinars are incredibly popular today. Some of them are great. They just offer you some free, good training, and you're good to go. Uh, most of them, though, however, and I hate to say most, but I'm going to say most. Yeah, most, I think most is fair. Most yep. are designed to sell you something. They're designed to, what you watch a webinar at the end, you're going to get the sales pitch. If you don't get on the webinar, you're going to get on the email sequence where you're going to get a pitch to like every other day about the elite program training that the expert is. <laughs> the expert. Well, and, no, let's not kid ourselves, Kamanzi. These emails are extremely crafty. They're very well written and they are intended to pull at your heartstrings to make you realize there's a tremendous amount of pain in your business or in whatever it is that you're wanting to accomplish. And that gap is likely to be filled with whatever's being sold at the end of that webinar. And I mean, the, the science behind it, there's been a lot of research done as to when people will be on the webinar, when they're most likely to buy, don't offer replays, only open the shopping cart for two hours and blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of research done that's specifically designed to get you to spend money. And if the copy is good, if the person did their job, you might buy that thing whether you need it or not. And nine times out of 10, you probably don't need it. Let's just be honest. Let's call an apple an apple. We've already probably upset some people, Jared, so let's go all the way. Um, chances are <laughs> you probably don't need that thing that that person is selling, but you feel that sense of urgency that they're putting out there. You see the good copy and it makes sense to you. So when it comes to webinars, we're not saying that you should never sign up for a webinar. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying that you should never do a webinar. We're also not saying that, but we're saying that you have to do what is right for you, for your business, but more importantly, for your next steps. So if you are at the point now where you're building a dream, you're probably not going to need that webinar on Vans SEL, right? Or you're not going to need that webinar on some other thing. You have to figure out what is it that you need that is going to help your next steps. And nine times out of 10, that webinar, that information is already freely available on that person's website in their blog post and other things that they did. 
You don't need to be on the webinar to get that information. Wow. I, this is good stuff. And Kamanzi, again, we've talked about success with free information. Are the things that are being talked about on that webinar, are those things that you could just find out if you ask questions in a targeted Facebook group? You can. And is that a, is that a better use of your time than watching a 50 minute webinar that you know you're getting pitched to at the end? I think it could be. Yeah. You can get your answers in a, in a targeted Facebook group. You can Google it. You can check that person's site. The information is there. The webinar is just designed to package it in like a video form and like slides, make it a little bit more visual for you. But if you wanted, it amazes me, Jared, how many people will message me or they'll they'll send a private Facebook message or email asking about things that are like already available on my website. So like large publications, if you wanted to write for large publications, you don't have to spend a dime with me. You don't have to take my courses. You don't have to look at any training or anything that I've done. You can just go on my blog, search it, and you would find the post that lays it out step by step, how to write for a large publication. It's there. But if I said that I was doing a webinar on this, can you imagine how many people would be on there? Well, you'd probably have a lot of people on there and you could pitch something at the end. You'd probably make a lot of money because we know webinars convert and we're taught that webinars convert. But I think for the Star of the Doubts listeners, we're saying, hey, Maybe it's time to focus on you. Maybe it's time to be less worried about everyone else. And maybe there are other ways to get the information that you need that you feel like you're lacking without having to invest in trainings that are sold at the end of webinars. Now, you and I are not against webinars. And we do know that there are various people that put out really good webinars and really do have good offers. Unfortunately, we've seen a lot of the bad ones too. Yeah. And it's even gotten to the point now where... There's webinars and there's training on how to do webinars. <laughs> I've seen ads for how to do your first five-figure webinar, how to do your six-figure webinar. And that, that kind of stuff makes me cringe too, because the chances of your first webinar or even your first few webinars being a five-figure or six-figure webinar are pretty low unless you have this big, massive audience. So that kind of stuff makes me cringe. You have to figure out what is right for you, what is right for your business what is right for you right now. And your time is precious. I think that's the biggest thing, Jared, is your time is precious. What could you be using that time for? What is this taking away time from? All right, so let's talk about some of the comments and some of the feedback that you got from this. Let's start with positive. What were messages that you were receiving or that you're seeing in your blog comments where people were saying, hey, this is something that helped me? Uh, the first, very first comment that I've gotten was from somebody who's been on the show, a friend of the show, Kelsey Humphreys. She sent an email and she's like, amen, brother. She's like, somebody needs to say this. She's like, amen, brother. And there was a lot of feedback on that was that way where it's like, yes, I've been feeling this for a while. I've sensed this. I'm glad somebody said it. There was a lot of those comments. And then there was a lot of comments from people that were like, I've never thought about it this way. I've never thought about how just signing up for all these webinars is taking time away from other things that I should be doing. And then there was the people that said guilty. I've signed up for like 20 webinars a year and I'm guilty of signing up for every webinar that I can. And those people. And then there was the, the fun reactions shared. The ones that were all out like, this is crap. <laughs> okay, yeah. So let, let's un, let's unpack that a little bit. The, the people who weren't happy with your article, let, let's hear what they had to say. What what did they have to say? 
they said that webinars, a lot of it was webinars are interactive. It's a great way for people to learn. It's a different way for people to learn. They're packed full of value. Yes, there's a, a sale at the end, but it's only to people that can afford to do it and that I'm uh, promoting a bad message by saying, don't sign up for webinars and it's going to affect people's business. Do you feel like that's what you were saying? Not at all. Anybody who read the article, anybody who knows me knows that the goal here is to help people. And if you are at a place where business is great, you got the time, go for it. Sign up for that webinar with the expert and you'll be fine. But if you're a place where you're starting out, you don't quite know what to do. You're a little bit confused and you're signing up for all these webinars where you're constantly being sold to. Eventually, you're going to buy something that you probably don't need. And that's going to make your situation even worse. Oh, man. So I, I know specifically you had one person comment like, hey, you're, you're kind of ruining it for the rest of us who are trying to do it the right way. What, what do you have to say to them? If you're doing it the right way, you'll be fine. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're trying to help people, people sense what's fake and they sense what's real. They might not catch it right away, but we do catch on pretty quickly. So if you're the spammy Internet marketer that's kind of in disguise, that eventually is going to come out and people are going to see that. The truth always has a way of coming out. If you're a person that's adding value, you do it right. You offer really good actionable information. This is the thing. The webinars that offer just like superficial stuff, just they give you just enough so that you want to buy the thing. That's what's going to hurt you. But there are webinars out there that put out good, solid. You could walk away from the webinar with some information that you can use and you could apply right away. And I think you know the difference and it depends on on who's doing the webinar. But I think you know the difference. I do. You and I have a lot of friends that do a lot of webinars and I think they're good intentioned people. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that this conversation or your article is intended to slight them. But I do appreciate the message of, of just be smarter of what what information you're consuming right now. Is this the information that you need to be opting in for? Is this something that you really, really need? Is there other ways to get this information? And I think if you can start to train yourself and start to think that way, it's just wise entrepreneurship. It's wise business. It's wise living. I don't know. What else do you have to add to the that? The thing that I would say that should kind of be a little bit of a red flag maybe is if the person that's doing the webinar doesn't offer a replay. If they offer replay where you can watch it at your convenience, let's say you don't have time to be on a webinar at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday, <laughs> but you, maybe you could watch it later. I think that could be a good thing, but if they don't have a replay, chances are they want you on the live webinar because they know that you're more likely to buy. Yeah. Our friend Carrie Olson, she just did a webinar. We had her on the show and um, her webinar was helping podcasters who are interested in getting paid to do voiceover work. And so she took the time, put together slides, put together a presentation, did a webinar, and then she shared that webinar video after the fact for people to come back and watch it. And of course, the webinar leads to, hey, there's opportunities for us to work together. But there's really good insights throughout that webinar. So I I think that Carrie did it the right way. There's a number of other examples of doing it the right way. But I think if people are looking for an example, say, hey, I'm not giving up on webinars. I still want to potentially use them in my sales funnel, if you will. I think Carrie's a reasonable person to watch. Uh, There's a number of others that we could name. But uh, yeah, if yeah just make sure that to make sure that your offer is only after you've given a lot of value and you know give those people a chance to view that information after the fact. That's important. If you're going to do a webinar, you say, okay, I want webinars. Webinars are incredibly effective. I've seen 
There's a guy named Nick Ruiz who does webinars for people that want to do real estate where he gives specific actionable strategies that if you want to do real estate, like you want to do house flipping and stuff like that, he breaks it down exactly what you can do. And you can walk away with that and not spend a dime with him and you would be able to use that information. So if you're going to do a webinar, just keep your audience in mind. Some people, if you give them value, you give them value, some people will spend money with you. They recognize the value. They appreciate that. That's how they know that they can spend money with you. But if your goal is to give them just enough so that you can try to get the sale of something, when people end up do buying, that doesn't make them feel good. It really doesn't. They'll probably not do business with you again. But when you can give them just undeniable value, they walk away, they're helped, they decide to do business with you, that's a better place to come from. So, come on, so you don't really do webinars. Why, why is that? Um, <laughs> probably because everybody else is doing them. I tend to run the other way when people are doing, say that, oh, this is what you should do. I run the other way when people do that. But probably more likely it's because I'm an introvert. So I would rather just write. I'd rather just, hey, do these podcast interviews. And I'm fine with that webinars, video, a lot of people on there. That's, you know, that's not really my speed. So, you know, we're laughing earlier about blab and there's some people who are kind of jumping on the blab wagon. It's like a live streaming, almost like a Periscope kind of deal. And there's been a lot of popularity rise up uh, with blab, but you're, you're not sold on blab. Why are you not sold on blab? Just like anything else, it's the new hot thing. Just like Periscope, just like remember LO was hot for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot about LO. That's interesting. Yeah. It's always, there's always going to be that new hot thing that everybody says you should do. And maybe it will, maybe it will stand the test of time and be some great tool that we use. Maybe it'll be the next webinars, but I just don't want to jump on the bandwagon. I'm like you, Jared. I don't want to jump on the bandwagon. And more than anything, I'm just not comfortable with video. (laughs) <laughs> I can shoot a video in some place where it's just me and I'm fine. But when you're on a video with other people, the introverted me kicks in and I'm like, yeah, I just, this is the biggest thing. This goes back to when Jared and I did an episode on think bigger. Thinking bigger is, especially when you're building like a business, like a podcasting, entrepreneurship, writer, whatever kind of business, you want to be where the audience is that can afford to pay for your stuff. So if you're selling stuff, that audience has to be able to afford to do it. And I won't get into this too much because Jared and I have an episode on same audience syndrome. So I won't hit on this too much. But if you are running to the places like Blab and Periscope, are those people going to be able to afford to do business with you? Are they going to be people that are going to be in your audience? Or are you pretty much talking to everybody else that's doing the same thing you're doing? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, Kamanzi, I, I appreciate you being willing to to go there. <laughs> I know uh, for some, this is like, uh, you know, I'm not hearing this. And then there's some, who, who, like you said, they're saying amen about time. So, <laughs> we, yeah, we, we try to cover topics on this show that we think are relevant. We think that are helpful. This is definitely something that we think people need to consider. So, yeah, we're not intending to slap the wrist of those who are heavy into this. But we are also wanting to provide info to people who are trying to make smart decisions and, and trying to take those right steps. And we think this is definitely a webinars are probably not the best use of your time. Yeah. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, no matter who's telling you what, always just ask yourself, is this right for me? 
is this going to help me reach my goals? Cool. And I, I hope that Starve the Doubts is a show that you can say, yes, this is helping <laughs> me reach my goals. This is right for me. If it's not, hey, Kumanzi and I want to hear from you. You can go ahead and tweet to us at Kumanzi C or at Jared Easley. Use the hashtag Starve the Doubts and let us know what you think. Uh, we definitely want to create episodes and create stuff that's bringing value to you that you know is something that you can uh, trust and something that you can apply in what you're working on and your projects that you want to accomplish. So look forward to hearing from you. And Kamanzi, thank you again for taking a, a few minutes to chat about webinars. Yeah. And what we need to do, I think we need to do, Jared, for one of these episodes is just do like a Q&A episode where we answer questions from listeners. Yeah. Well, we can put that out there. So if you have a question that you'd like to have addressed on an upcoming episode, again, go ahead and, and tweet that to us or you can email me. Uh, uh, Kamanzi gets enough email. So Email through the Starve the Doubts contact page. You can just send an email there and let us know what your questions are and we can set those up for future episodes. That's a good idea, Kamanzi. And yeah, definitely look forward to that. Thinking bigger, especially when you're building a business, like a podcasting, entrepreneurship, writer, whatever kind of business, you want to be where the audience is that can afford to pay for your stuff. So if you're selling stuff, that audience has to be able to afford to do it. But if you are running to the places like Blab and Periscope, are those people going to be able to afford to do business with you? Are they going to be people that are going to be in your audience? Or are you pretty much talking to everybody else that's doing the same thing you're doing? 